Today on episode number 518 of the School of Podcasting, we have a phenomenal, because of my podcast story, we're going to talk about the power of events. I also, I found some new podcasts you might want to check out. We have some tools that you can use to locate your audience. We get some audience feedback. And of course, my cat Bernie, really the star of the show, weighs in on the election. And unfortunately, he was pulling for, you guessed it, Bernie. Hit it, ladies. The School of Podcasting with Dave Jackson. Podcasting since 2005. I'm your very own personal podcast coach, Dave Jackson. Thanking you so much, really, from the bottom of my heart. As I record this, it's the middle of summer. I know you got things that you could be doing. Hopefully, you're taking me with you. Maybe you're out walking the dog, you're driving to the grocery store, whatever you're doing. I just want to let you know, I do not take it lightly that you are taking time to listen to little old me. If you're new to the show, this is what we do. I have over 20 years of helping people understand technology. I'm a teacher. I'm a trainer. Right now, I'm doing tech support for one of the largest podcast media hosting companies, Libsyn. Use the coupon code SOPFREE at Libsyn, and you'll get a free month off. And what I do is I help you massage your message. I help you tackle that technology. I help you flatten that learning curve and face your fears and get you on the road to successful podcasts. And one of the things that I kind of always feel like doing, or, or I feel like, is sometimes I feel like a parent that is standing in the pool, and I'm looking at you going, come on in, the water's great, the water's come on, jump on in, it's really, come on in, come on in. And I have a segment, if you can answer this question, because of my podcast, blank, whatever it is, you got to do something, you got to see something, say something, do something, whatever it is. Something happened in your life that wouldn't have happened except because of your podcast. And we have a really cool story today from my buddy, Kale Nelson. Check this out. Hey, Dave Jackson. Hey. It's Kale Nelson, K4CDN from the Ham Radio 360 podcast. And yeah, you can find it at hamradio360.com. That's a whole nother story. but And I'll tell you about that story here in a bit, but for now, and I'm going to interrupt Kale. I'm going to do a Dave Jackson and interrupt Kale because... This one's just juicy. I wanted to share with you and your listeners right now uh, because of my podcast story. Because of my podcast, I recently was able to attend the world's largest amateur radio or ham radio event ever. It's, it's the biggest one. It happens every year, and it happens in Dayton, Ohio, of all places. But anyway, I got to go. Now, that's really cool because I'm a stay-at-home dad. We're a single-income family. Got a lot of kids. You've heard the story. All right. Anybody else identifying with that? Right. A lot of kids, job, things like that. Like going, yeah, I'd like to go to that, but eh. right. So no, you know the drill. Yeah. Uh, but the thing is, Kale doesn't have money to go out and play and have fun like some guys that work for a living do. Anybody else going? Yep. Been there, done that. Yeah. Okay. Check this out. So my co-host said, Kale, we really think you should go. We think you should represent the show there. We believe that it will greatly enhance your audience and we think you should try to crowdfund the trip. So I went to my audience and I And I'm going to pause that here. Here's the one thing that you don't think about here. And this is where I'm like, way to go. Kale had the courage to try. Because he, he, he could have said, hey, I got the crowdfunding thing. If you think I should go, go ahead. And what if you got like six bucks? That wouldn't be the least bit embarrassing. 
But he put it out there. He had the courage to put it out there and let the chips fall. He's either going or he's not, but there's only one way to know if this would work or not, and that's to try. And I've tried that in the past. Uh, I mean, back like 2006-ish, I tried to... uh, funding campaign so I could get a Kindle because they were brand new and I failed miserably. And, uh, but listen to Kale because he didn't get a hundred percent. Check this out. Hey guys, I want to go. I want to represent you. I want to stand inside a 10 by 10 booth for two or three days, shaking your hands, getting to meet you and uh, spending some time with you, the listeners, the audience of the ham radio 360.com podcast. And um, they funded me. Okay. They funded him. He didn't get a hundred percent though. Over 222%. They Dang! Did you hear that? 220, yeah. Yeah, they didn't do 100%. They doubled it. In fact, they more than doubled it. That is an engaged audience. That is somebody who's delivering value to your audience. And that doesn't mean that if you try a crowdfund and they don't crowdfund you, that doesn't mean you stink. But there is that law of reciprocity that when you give enough to somebody they kind of feel indebted to give you back. But listen, he didn't just ask for money. He, again, it's value for value. Funded me. (laughs) Now, in in all that, I got to share this with you. That didn't mean I just went up there with a big pocket full of money. Uh, They they in turn got, uh, if they gave certain levels, they got uh, a nice embroidered shirt with the new logo for the Ham Radio 360 podcast, along with their amateur radio call sign on the sleeve or a hat or both. So that, of course, was a big expense, as well as shipping all of that to the people who gave. But the cool thing about it is I was able to go and attend the world's largest function for the hobby that my podcast is about, Ham Radio. And that's one of the keys here. Yeah, Kale could have come to Podcast Movement, but you need to, and and that would definitely not be a waste of time. We're going to talk about that in a minute. But Kale went to the event surrounding his topic. And not only to an event, he went to the largest one. And of course, those aren't cheap. But he went to where his audience is because there's no better way to connect with your audience than when you can tell me the color of their eyes. Check this out. And I didn't have to take any money out of the family fund. Uh, the, 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 the airplane flight, the, the motel, hotel, whatever we're supposed to call it nowadays, uh, the rental car, the food, it was all provided by my audience. And, man- and that's cool. Can we just pause? Let's, that's one of those things when you hear the story. And when you start adding up airfare, hotel, food, that's not cheap. And I'm telling you, when we were there, I spent the better part of two full days shaking hands with people who were coming up to me and saying, thank you so much for what you're doing. Your podcast has encouraged me to to do more in the hobby. Your podcast has encouraged me to get in the hobby. Your podcast has encouraged me to come back to the hobby. It was one of the most humbling experiences of my 42 years, and it all happened because of my podcast. And really, Dave, a lot of this, most of this, all of this would not have happened if it hadn't have been for your help. And I so sincerely appreciate you, my brother. Thanks so much, Dave. Just wanted to share that with you guys. This is K4CD and Kel Nelson from the Ham Radio 360 podcast. We'll see you next time. Super nice guy. When I went to uh, North Carolina uh, a couple months ago, it's been at this point, and I said, hey, I'm going to be in North Carolina and Kale said, oh, I'm, I'm there, buddy. I'll come and see you. Had dinner with Kale. Such a nice guy. And like most podcasters, what you hear is what you get. 
I mean, if you ever meet me, what you hear is what you get. And so this is why you should attend events. I'm going to share a little story that I have now, and then I've got a little more from Kale. I went to Podcast Movement last year, and I went to a session to support my friend Steve Stewart. You know Steve, right? Oh, you got to know Steve. Get to know Steve, stevestewart.me. And after his session, which was ran by a guy named Neil, this guy named Glenn Hebert got up to speak. He wasn't really slotted to speak, but they're like, hey, we got like some time to kill. Glenn, why don't you get up and talk? So he did. Now, you may have heard me talk about Glenn before. I usually refer to him as Glenn the Geek from the Horse Radio Network. You know, the guy that has over 20 advertisers on his network of shows where he makes a living talking about horses. You got to listen to horses in the morning. I'm now a regular, I don't, I, I am afraid of horses. Anything that either A, I can wear their butt as a hat or B, can take off a couple digits being a guitar player. I like my fingers. So I'm a little, little nervous around horses, but I do love horses in the morning on, especially on Friday because they do this whole bad horse ad thing. And, uh, I, I got to see Glenn do an impromptu speech at podcast movement. And that led me to not walking, but running to him the minute he was done. And I said, dude, you got to be on my show. And you can hear my Glenn's first appearance. If you go to schoolofpodcasting.com slash Glenn, that is G-L-E-N-N and the number one. So again, schoolofpodcasting.com slash Glenn with two N's and the number one. And that then led to me developing a friendship and a relationship with Glenn who then asked me to speak at PodFest last year. Now, that's where I got to meet uh, Chris and Katie and a bunch of other people and in Florida that I'd never met before that were just super cool. And PodFest is a cool, that's a cool event. That's one you might want to check out, podfest.us. Now that then, are you ready for me? It's cool. That led to me being interviewed for a documentary about podcasting while I was there in Florida. Well, that has led to me now being asked to help with this documentary, and I've seen some clips of it, and it's called The Messengers. You can find it at themessengersdoc.com. It's going to be so, so cool. And I'm really excited for it. Now, so when somebody says to me, how did you get involved with that movie? I'm going to say I went to a podcasting event. Now, it's all about who you know. And Glenn will tell you it's not about who you know. It's who knows you, which is kind of the same thing in a way. But it's those relationships that can really help things. So check this out. Caleb then uh, sent me back another message about his time and wait till the end because you're going to hear something again. Check this out. But the moment I walked into my booth, there were people standing there waiting to meet me. Just dumb old Kale. And you've met dumb old Kale before. It's not. No, no, no. Hold on. Not dumb old Kale. Dude, don't, don't sell yourself short. But I want you to make a mental note of that. Kale refers to himself as dumb old Kale. It's the same way when people go, I'm the Dave Jackson. I have no idea what that means. And uh, so I understand when he says dumb old Kale, I'm like, it's just dumb old Dave here. But check this out. Very impressive. But they were standing there waiting for me to get there. 
And we had people come by and I, you know, you could, you could stretch the truth if you'd like, but it, it was real. We stood there. I stood there from 10 o'clock that morning till 5.30 that afternoon, shaking hands and, and chatting with people who had come to the event and come by the booth and said, I wanted to stop and say thank you for what you're doing. Dave, I've never experienced anything like that before. I, I knew we had an audience, okay? I knew we had uh, we had made a, a bridge into the hobby, but I had no idea that we had made that sort of impact on people's lives. We had men, grown men, come to the booth and shake our hands and tell us, thank you for having this podcast. Uh, one man told me, he said, Kale, I had been in the hobby years ago. I could never find where I belonged in the hobby. I just walked away and let it go, but I always had a desire for it. I found the old podcast, the Photon podcast, in a player on my phone one day, and I didn't even realize what it was. I just hit play, and it was about ham radio, and I started listening, and here I am now. You know, I've got antennas all in my yard. I've got radios everywhere. You have inspired me to come back into the amateur radio hobby. I heard it all weekend, and, and I just came home, man, completely blown away by the fact that I was impacting people the way I was impacting them. And it's not – I'm not bragging about that, Dave. It's just it's, – It's a fact is what it is. You can inspire people. And that's where if you're sitting there going, look, I'm just dumb old Karen. I'm just dumb old Jim. I'm just dumb old whatever. No, no. You have the power to inspire. You can educate. You can entertain. You can do this. Now, granted, some of you are like, you know, a wet blanket. Sure, that's true. I'm not going to lie. Some, But but you can still, that, that one guy said, I found a place where I felt like I belonged. It was something like that, right? He didn't feel like he fit in. And all of a sudden you, you find that thing and you connect with somebody. I'm going to switch gears here. We're not done with kale though, but just to prove my point, I clamored this, uh, late night internet marketing is a cool podcast. And the guy's name is, Oh, that's going to drive me nuts. Mark something. Oh, anyway, I'll fix that in a second. But I've said this before, that when you make great content, your audience will find it and go, oh my gosh, and they will download your entire back catalog. Now, why do I say that? Um, because it's true. Listen to this clamor. And he says, I just finished listening to all of your podcast episodes, and I can't wait to check out your next episodes. Now, I know because Chris has been in contact with he, with me, he literally means the entire catalog of 101 episodes, at least to this point. First Isn't that off, cool? Isn't that cool? The whole thing. Mark Mason is that guy's name for anybody screaming at their dashboard. So you can impact people. You can inspire people. Let's go back to Caleb. It's further proof that this medium works within certain levels and groups of people. So if somebody's out there listening and they've got something to say, and but they're not sure that somebody wants to hear it, unless it's just completely off the wall, more than likely you're going to find an audience for it. And in addition to that, someone's going to really appreciate you being there. I'm telling you, I'm just, I, it's been three or four weeks and I'm still having flashbacks, if you will. The experience was amazing. I cannot get over the fact that we are impacting people the way we are. And it's, it's I picked up two sponsors while I was there. Woo! Go figure. 
David, <laughs> thank you for your help getting the Photon Podcast transformed into Ham Radio 360. The new name has made a big difference, it seems, on our numbers, and they're continuing to go up. I appreciate all you do for us, Dave. Thanks, man. There you go. See, I, I again, don't want to toot my own horn, but remember I've been saying the name of your show, the name of your episode, it's important. So here, uh, Kale had, had gone and named his show Faux Time, which is some sort of inside joke, I guess, if you're into ham radio. And he changed the name, and I helped him do this. I helped him rebrand his show to hamradio360.com. And instantly he said, wow, the numbers, and it's, the, it's almost the same show. It, it changed a little bit. It's a little more for the beginner now, but it's kind of the same show. And numbers are, are definitely higher than they were. Names make a difference. So keep that in mind with the name of your show and the name of your episodes. I will say this again. I, I know I'm repeating myself, but what did he say? I'm inspiring people to listen. And when you name your episode, episode 37, that does not inspire me to click. I'm sorry, it just doesn't. So that is something you can do. And you can go back if you go, oh, man, I've got 27 episodes that are named episode 26 and 5 and 4. What do I do? Just go back and rename them. And then within 24 to 48 hours, they'll show up in any place that's using your RSS. Now, like I said, go out and find the events in your industry. Now, for me, this is where I'm going. I'm going to podcasting areas. Now, podcast movement is like right around the corner, July 5th through the 6th. If you're in Europe, as I record this, June 18th and 19th, go. Do you understand what I'm saying here? Go. Meet other people just like you, trying to find your audience, trying to grow your show. It is so cool when you meet somebody that's in the same boat because, right, Kale is going, I can't believe people are coming up to my table because a lot of us are doing this. We're going, hello, is this, is, is this thing on? Is anybody really listening? Hello. Right? And the only person that's listening is your cat. No, it's not true. There are actually people listening to these things. In fact, let me go back. I'm calling an audible on myself. I'm going to, this is from the new media show, Todd Cochran, one of my favorite shows. Todd Cochran from Blueberry, Rob Greenlee from Spreaker get together and they talk about podcasting. They were interviewing Tom Webster, who is the guy from Edison Research and listen to this number that Todd conservatively threw out. At least once a month. And then we looked at our market share, but we actually had the percentage of shows that um, of our shows that were active and extrapolated that data out based upon what we saw as a total ecosphere. I, you know, I'm pretty confident in saying that I truly believe globally that there's over 100 million people listening to podcasts on a, on a monthly basis. On a monthly basis, on a global, not just U.S., go 100 million people are listening to podcasts. So again, I, I want to say this, stop a second and think about that because that's a whole lot of people. It's a whole lot of chance for you to have somebody hit play on your show and inspire them, connect with them. I, I've said this before, and then we'll wrap this up. I have yet to meet somebody who listens to my show that drives me crazy. Because a lot of you are just like me. Uh, Emily from uh, Classic Little Podcast, somebody I'm, I'm slowly getting to know more and more. She sent her picture in for the wall. If you haven't done that yet, 
take a picture of yourself wherever you're at when you're listening to this, send it to me. And I'm slowly getting them set to go on the wall behind me. But the more I talk to her, the more just she's a person that takes her show seriously. Uh, She does the classic little podcast, but yet doesn't take herself too seriously. We all like to have fun. And so I'm finding more and more people that listen to my show that I'm like, well, I really like that dude. I really like her. She's cool. I like this person. I like that person. And so I don't know about you, but I could always use more friends. So that is my, that is this segment. Again, thank you, Kale. Find him at hamradio360.com. If you can answer that question because of my podcast, blank. And next week, I'm going to have some homework for you about because of my podcast. We're going to do, you're going to help me with the study. And uh, so get ready for next week. And I also want to say, as you record this, the uh, the voting is over for the podcast awards. And I'm, I'm going to call another tangent here that just came to my mind. We were talking about Kale, how, you know, he, he did that fundraising thing and that could have blown up right in his face. Could have. Well, you, you have to take that step sometime. And so the voting is over for the podcast awards. I forget exactly when they're going to announce it. But I have to be ready in the event I win because I got a, whatever, 20% chance. I think there's four other people in my category. Now, granted, there's there's Mignon Fogarty, better known as Grammar Girl, and a lot of other really, really talented people in there. But I should be ready because in the event somebody gives me a microphone to say thank you, I don't want to get up there and go, da, da. You know, I got to be ready. So I'm going to put together an acceptance speech and they might call Grammar Girl, in which case I will take that piece of paper, I'll stick it inside my suit jacket, and I'll save it for next year. But now, am I going to feel stupid? No, I'm going to, you know, I've, I will chalk that up to an experience that, hey, you know what? I've never had to write an acceptance speech before, which would be an untrue. I've done it seven times now, and I haven't used one yet. But I keep getting nominated, and I'm excited for that. But there are times when you might have to do something that it doesn't exactly go the way you want. Well, welcome to life. And, um, but on the other hand, what if it does work? What if it, what if you go and it does work? Ooh, that could be cool, huh? So when you're ready to start your podcast, schoolofpodcasting.com, click on the join button at the top and use the coupon code listener. That is L I S T. E-N-E-R, listener, and you will save on your first month. All right, from time to time, I like to spotlight new podcasts and uh, find a new one that really niched down. Welcome to the Moose Flatulence podcast. Right now, we have a giant bull in front of us and... That's all. See you next week. It'd be kind of hard to monetize, but you figure maybe like an air freshener or something like that. I, I was making radio shows for fun. If, if everybody does it, at least everybody I know. Does. Shut up! Hey, I found a new podcast that I'm really loving, and I always like to share anything that I think is cool with you. And it's called The Pub. It's from a website called Current, which is news for people in the public media. And so it's kind of designed for people that are journalists. And it does two things that I really like. Now, as a teacher, right, I love to learn. 
And as a human, I'm a big fan of laughter. And when you can have me doing both of those, I'm a fan for life. And so I discovered this show. Again, it's just called The Pub. And the host is Adam Ragusa, I believe is how you pronounce his last name. He takes the current news and dissects it and uses it as a learning tool because he's basically, he's a journalist in the, in a journalist in residence and a visiting assistant professor of journalism at the Center for Collaborative Journalism at Mercer University in Macon, Georgia. And he's also been a reporter for things like the Morning Edition, All Things Considered. You know, he's, he's a legit journalist. And the latest episode had him picking apart an interview of Donald Trump, not so much in a political way, but just the strategy of how the interviewer approached, in this case, Donald Trump. Now, I'm not going to play you a clip of that. I just love the fact that he's snarky. And he will even, he's not afraid to bite the hand that feeds him, which in this case is the media. So I'm going to play you a quick clip of this. Check this out. And I'm paraphrasing here for the sake of anonymity. And I'm going to let you know ahead of time, there is a word in here, a good old H-E double hockey stick. And to keep my completely uh, not explicit rating, I have reversed that. So he'll sound like he hiccups here in a second, but that's what's going on. And I'm paraphrasing here for the sake of anonymity. We're not in the business of selling people things. We're in the business of invigorating them. How the hell does an interviewer let that kind of thing slide without at least asking, hmm, what do you mean by that? How have you monetized invigoration? Now, I know what the producers of this program would say to me right now if they were here. What they would say is, this is not a news interview. It's a show where we do biographical interviews with important people in our community. Stab yourself in the face and die. (laughs) So if you want to keep up with the media like a a view on the news of the media by the media, uh, check it out. It's, It's an interesting way to learn about actual journalism. And I know a lot of you might be, but I don't want to be radio. Okay, that's fine. I'm all about creating good content. And in the same way that I have said in the past, podcasting is not radio and radio is not podcasting. That's not to say that we can't learn from each other. Radio people have been telling stories and creating great content with basically both hands tied behind their backs and in some cases blindfolded by a program director and a board of directors that goes, okay, here's your seven seconds, be funny, and now introduce Taylor Swift. And they've been doing it. And so now when you let those guys, when you take off the shackles, those ladies and gentlemen can come over here and they're like, holy cow. So I think we can learn from, I think we both can learn from each other. And that's a new podcast that I have been listening to. Feel free to check it out. Again, it's called The Pub. And uh, I'll have links to this out at schoolofpodcasting.com slash 518. This podcast is part of the Power of Podcasting Network. Find it at powerofpodcasting.com. Changing the world one download at a time. So one of the things I always say is I'm going to help you tackle the technology. And so we always say you have to know where your audience is, figure out who they are, and then go to where they are. And you're like, well, how do I find them? Well, I've got a couple tools for you here. Now, one of them I found at bigactiveaudience.com. This is Brandy Young. She has uh, got some really cool articles 
And uh, you can find her at bigactiveaudience.com. And I have been coaxing her to start a podcast. I have told her, how about you just record a, a segment and we'll play it right here. So Brandy, you have an open door to come on this show because her blog posts are real cool. She's not a podcaster. She's a software developer, but knows a lot about branding and marketing. And so she has a whole thing about using Google. But one of the things you may not know is there's an actual Google advanced search. And if you go to google.com slash advanced underscore search, and again, links in the show notes at schoolofpodcasting.com slash 518, this is more than just a search. You can say, show me things that have this exact phrase or any of these words or none of these words. And you can tell it uh, in the last month. So it's not just your basic search. So that may be something that could help you do that. But what if you're looking for people near you? You could do that. And that's another really cool tool for that is, did you know there is a Twitter advanced search? If you go to twitter.com, slash search dash advanced question mark lang equals en or basically just search dash advanced would get you there. Same thing. More options when you do a search. Now, when it comes time to what should I talk about? Well, again, using a Google search, you can find things like Facebook groups and Google communities and meetup groups and things of that nature. But there's another tool called BuzzSumo. And this is helpful when it comes time to figuring out what should I talk about if you haven't got any feedback from Facebook groups, Google communities, meetup groups, LinkedIn groups, and this thing called um, the internet. You can type in keywords and it'll show you what's being read in your space in the last year or two years, etc. So you can kind of see what was popular and maybe you can look at that and go, hmm, you know what? I have a different spin on that. And then... You could go back to the person who wrote the article and said, hey, I saw where you wrote about this. I have spun it this way. You might want to mention it to your group. Not so much a, a do you want to do a, a guest post, but maybe they want to mention it on their social media, things like that. So those are some tools that you can use to help you find your audience. Google Advanced Search, Twitter Advanced Search, and buzzsumo.com. Joining me uh, via Skype, hopefully Skype will, Skype being finicky as we uh, record this, but uh, uh, from 30cast.com, Jesse Walker, thanks for coming on the show, buddy. Of course. Thank you so much for having me. This is this is a pleasure for me. And uh, let's just start off with the, the whole, what the heck is 30cast? 30cast is a music, pla- music licensing platform exclusively for podcasters. So it's an easy way to get great music easily and legally, most importantly, uh, to use in a podcast episode. And the whole purpose behind it is we think that music creates such a great enhancement to any type of story in a podcast that, you know, music can make or break your show. So that's why we wanted to create a, a really easy to use platform where podcasters can get great songs and great tunes. If we go back in history, there was a website called well, originally it was called um, the podcast, or I'm sorry, the PodSafe Music Network, and then later it was changed to Music Alley, and it was just basically a place where musicians could just upload their stuff, and as you uploaded it, you basically said you have the rights to to play it on your podcast. That was the good news. 
the bad news was uh, a lot of the music was horrible. Is there going to be any kind of uh, standards or, or is somebody going to listen to it before you put it on your network or how is that going to work? Yeah. So basically, um, so here's how, how it will really work. So podcasters uh, will make a, an application basically. So they'll go onto our site, tell us their name, the type of podcast they do, their monthly reach, and then just, a, you know, some basic information about their show so we can go check it out on our end. Once we approve them and we want, you know, as many podcasters as possible, we're basically just trying to make sure that they, you know, are in fact a podcaster because that's what the license that uh, the musicians are uploading their music for. That's it's for podcasting. So we basically just can't have a, uh, a film company, you know, buying licenses because that's not what the terms are for at this time. So, um, so yeah, once they apply to be a podcaster, they'll get a separate link to set up a, a membership on our, on our website. And then once they have that set up, they can go on to 30 cast.com. And it's basically just like a shopping cart experience, similar to like what you would see on Amazon. You just, you know, click add to cart, you can click preview, check out some music, uh, you know, add a couple of different licenses, select how long you want the license for, We'll be offering a, a few different you know, tiers. So once they uh, pick and choose what they want, they uh, will check out just like on an e-commerce website. And then they'll uh, get their link to their music. And then from there, that's when their license begins. And they have until the end of that license term to use that music. Got it. Do you have any idea at this point? I know you're just starting out. Like what, what are the typical kind of terms going to be? We spent some time working with uh, attorneys here in Nashville about creating uh, our terms. So basically, a podcaster can use the music. And let me back up a little bit too with the just the name 30Cast. Each piece of music is 30 seconds long. And that's kind of like the, you know, just the thing that sets this apart. You're not licensing a full song. In the 30 seconds, there's nothing really, really inherently special about 30 seconds. But we think that's a really good number to have, uh, you know, just as a, an intro to an outro to just, um, a compliment to the show itself. So we don't want an entire song out there. And we think also from the artist perspective, they may feel a little better licensing their music, just 30 second clips of it to a podcaster. Then they know exactly what part of it's going to be out there. They're not going to be, you know, seeing the podcast or the music used in various ways. So I think it just gives the musician peace of mind and then gives the podcaster enough of what they need for the show. So you're, so it's not really meant for the person that wants to start their own music show, because I'm not going to play 30 seconds of a song. I'm going to play the whole thing. This is more right. for people who want it for maybe transition music. Yeah, it's great. Going to be great for transition music, background music, uh, podcasters per our terms are able to talk over the music. So if they are uh, telling a story, you know, some of these great, you know, story shows like serial, things like that, um, that need that that great music behind it. I think um, they they'll find what they're looking for on Thirty Cast. But yeah, so for a you know for a radio show or something like that, where what they do is play full songs, this really wouldn't be the thing. But we think there's so so much uh, so much of a greater need for just great transition music, background music, and complementary music to the show. Now, if I want more than thirty seconds, is that going to be an option? Because sometimes a story is longer than thirty seconds. Yeah, it, it, it's possible. We might um, we might work on that in the future about a one on one possibilities of licensing, maybe a full song. We'll, we'll see about that. But uh, right now we're just kind of starting with this 30 second concept. And yeah, I'm just kind of seeing how that goes. Got it. And do you have any pricing model set up yet? 
it is um, going to be for a one-time use for one 30-second song clip uh, will be $9.99. And then we have a one-month use for $24.99. And so with the one month, the podcaster can use that particular 30-second song clip in as many episodes as they want during that one-month time period from the date they purchase a license. So if they podcast every single day, then they're getting a pretty good deal. If they only podcast once a week, then they can use it four times for that. Uh, and then it goes up next to three months at forty nine ninety nine, six months for eighty nine ninety nine, and then twelve months for one twenty nine ninety nine. And that's really what we intend for someone who's using music as like a, a theme song or or something like that, where they know for a fact that this is the music that's perfect for their show, perfect for their audience, and they just want to go ahead and get it for the entire year. Right. And the year was how much again? Uh, one twenty nine ninety nine. Got it. And so if I just wanted to use one clip one time, that would be, you said, nine ninety nine for the month. So in that case, if I wanted to use it just one time, let's say I played an episode number 26, but I'm only allowed to use it for a month. That means I either have to go back and replace the file after a month or B, buy a year's worth of, you know, every year for every clip I've used, I have to pay one twenty nine. If you buy the month, a license for twenty four ninety nine. You know, like the clock starts then. So after you know, let's just say thirty days on average. So then thirty days from that point is when your license would expire for that. Now everything you use the music for within those thirty days, that's part of your license. But that stuff can stay up after the license expires. Okay, I was going to say because yeah. that, that's not going to work for podcasters then because I'm yeah. not going to go back and change my old episodes. So. Yeah, yeah, you definitely don't have to go back and you rearrange your entire archive or anything. So as long as you use that music during the legal license period, you're good. I see. And so you, you don't have to continue paying on it. Got it. That way, if I wanted to use it, I see what you're saying. So if I had, if I was going to record eight episodes in a month and I want to use this clip, I could buy a month license using as many times as I want in that month. Then after that, if I want to keep using it, I'd have to buy another license for that month. I get it. I see. Right. Yeah. So you can only use it in the months that you have an active license, license for, but it doesn't have to be taken down. Yep. You got it. Okay. Because I was going to say, I, I hate to tell you, but your <laughs> business model is not going to work. <laughs> yeah. We definitely consider that because we're like, wait a minute. Yeah. that's gonna We get... don't want to have to make it a hassle here. Okay. We'll, we'll, we'll get the obvious stuff out of the way. So if I want to play Ted Nugent on my podcast or, uh, I don't know, Justin Bieber or a little Justin Timberlake is that going to work? Most likely not. Yeah. So those kind of that music is so complicated. Uh, I, I went to Belmont University here in Nashville for music business, and one thing that I took away from my entire time there was music licensing is a seems sometimes like a catastrophic, complex mess of all these papers, and nobody really knows who owns what and who has control over what. It gets really complicated, and w- when you get you know, these high, high level songs like a, like a Justin Bieber or Taylor Swift or anything like that. And you're dealing with multiple publishing companies, multiple labels, multiple songwriters, and each one has their own companies within it. It's a, it's a mess. It's a big giant mess. It's a, it it, really is. Now you mentioned how you're going to go through and make sure that the podcaster is a podcaster. Is there going to be any kind of like guidelines so that people with a bad Casio keyboard are not turning in the music or (laughs) any kind of uh, quality control on that side? Yeah, uh, we definitely want to make sure that the music is high quality. We're looking for things that are professionally recorded, you know, things that you could expect to hear on the radio tomorrow. 
So, um, you know, that very well could be somebody producing music in their home. You know, it's very possible to produce great music now just on your computer. But if it, you know, if it's something that you could hear on the radio or hear being performed in a live concert with, you know, in a, in a professional setting, that's kind of what we're looking for. Lots of, uh, lots of indie, lots of people that own, you know, all of their music and just kind of tour on their own, you know, those hundred percent ownership artists. That's what we're, that's our key. Right. Exactly. Cause that way, again, it, it, you can make the, the license easy when it's exactly the writer, yeah. songwriter, performer is all the same person makes life a whole lot easier. Oh yes. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, when is this launching? So we are attending the podcast movement conference in Chicago, which I understand you'll be there as yep. well. Awesome. So that, that's going to be our official big everything launch. Uh, we are currently accepting applications for music and for podcasters at 30cast.com. There's a four podcaster link at the top, and that's the podcaster application. Then there's a four creatives link at the top, and that's for the musician. So it could be the songwriter, it could be the publisher, whoever basically owns control over the music and decides you know, what to do with it. That's who can access that. But yeah, the, uh, around the conference time, uh, so July 6th to 8th, that's when we'll be in Chicago. And uh, around that time is going to be our big official, big official opening. It's exciting. And if somebody wants to come over and apply, where's the best place to do that? Yeah, um, just right on the website, 30cast.com. It is a three zero, the numerals, cast.com. Well, Jesse, I want to thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to uh, come and let us know what's going on with this. I'll be looking forward to this. It sounds like an interesting service, and I look forward to uh, shaking your hand at Podcast Movement. Yes, I can't wait. We're just over, uh, we're just less than a month away now, aren't yeah. we? Yeah, it's going to be, be over in a month. That's crazy. <laughs> it's going to be super, super quick. So <laughs> well, we'll be in the lobby there at our table. So come by and say hi, and uh, we'll definitely get a picture or something. Yeah, absolutely. So, as I mentioned, there are new tools coming into the podcasting space, and I'll be interested to watch this one. It's uh, kind of interesting because even websites like Audio Jungle which is one of my favorites. Uh, I have an affiliate link for that. It's schoolofpodcasting.com slash audio jungle. And they say you can use them in your podcast. They don't say what version of the license you have to buy to use it in your podcast. In general, most of it is Creative Commons, which means you can use it, but it's not crystal, crystal clear. And so that's where 30cast.com will be interesting to watch. They Their goal is to make it easy. And uh, as we get ready to wrap things up here, a couple things from the audience. Uh, my buddy Max Flight, and yes, that's his real name, from AirplaneGeeks.com uh, commented on uh, the one episode where I interviewed Chris from the Podcast Engineering Show. He said, uh, as if 35 podcasts weren't enough to keep up with, you gave me a 36th podcast to listen to. Now I'm here again. What did I say at the beginning? Binge listening to the podcast engineering show. So why do I say when people find a show they really like, they will download the whole back catalog? Because they do. He says, as a compulsive gearhead and self-confessed audio snob, it's the kind of show I've been hoping for. Having been podcasting myself since 2008, I'm well beyond how do you set up a mix minus and what is gain staging? And because the tea leaves were pretty clear to me three to four years ago, I knew that serious podcasters were going to have to step up their audio engineering game. Plus, he says, I love this kind of crap. (laughs) 
So Dave, thanks for adding yet another podcast to my life. I'll have to look through the list of shows and unsubscribe from one of them to restore balance to my life. But don't worry, it won't be yours. So Max, thank you so much. Check out, um, I love overcast.fm. If you're on the, the iOS platform, you can listen to stuff at like two and a half speed. It's ridiculous. And the other thing is I kind of pull back the curtain here. Last week, if you go to schoolofpodcasting.com slash 517, I mentioned the characteristics of Muhammad Ali that you could kind of pull into your podcast. And I'll I'll be honest with you, I was really worried about that episode because it wasn't so much how-to. It was very kind of philosophical kind of thing. And the reason I went ahead and did that is because it interested me. I wanted to talk about Muhammad Ali, and that's why I did. And so I wasn't sure how it was going to go over. Uh, And I've got a a few people that had said, I really liked that episode. Why? Because they really liked Muhammad Ali too. So keep that in mind sometimes. Uh, You just got to throw it out there. And if somebody said, that was the most stupid, you know, what are you turning into a psychologist now or whatever? But speaking on that, I, w- I do want to add one more thing that I didn't mention. I watched uh, another documentary on Muhammad Ali, and they mentioned that at one point he was hanging out with Jim Brown. Now, I'm based here in Ohio. Uh, I lived in Cleveland for a few years, and uh, now I currently live in, uh, in Akron slash Cuyahoga Falls. But Jim Brown is basically, might as well be Superman. Jim Brown was, for many, many years, the NFL's, the football the best running back ever. And um, so at one point, Muhammad Ali was hanging out with Jim Brown and said, let's go for a walk and talk to some people. So you have the heavyweight champion of the world and, you know, the NFL's top star. And one of them goes, hey, let's go walk down the street and just talk to people. So he was always about serving and always about connecting with his audience. So we talked today about going to events, you know, going to where your audience is. That's another thing you can learn from Muhammad Ali. And that was when I was like, really? Seriously? He just said, yeah, let's go talk to some people. Let's go see what's going on in the the neighborhood. The other piece of feedback I got was I did an episode called, I refer to it as the naked episode. And it's an, uh, an episode I did with an Audio-Technica 2100, ATR 2100 microphone. And if you're interested in this, go out to bestpodcastinggear.com. That is my Amazon affiliate site for podcasting gear. And uh, I did that with that microphone and Audacity. And this was to show you that you don't need to spend $1,600 on equipment. And I've had a few people say, you know, Dave, I, I didn't really hear the difference between your current setup, which right now I'm using an Electrovoice RE320 microphone that's $300 going through basically a $1,000 preamp. And when you have people go, yeah, I know that the other one cost you almost $2,000 and you don't hear the difference. That's kind of the point. The fact that as much as we get hung up on this gear, when you're out listening outside and the wind is blowing through your earbuds, you're in the grocery store, nobody's going to notice the slight difference that this stuff makes. So if you're sitting there thinking about starting a podcast and you're like, I can't afford $2,000 worth of, of equipment. Uh, you don't need $2,000 worth of equipment, just, just between you and me, okay? All right. 
So nobody hears those differences. Also had a couple of reviews. Thank you so much for this. Says, uh, th- you'll love this here. It says, um, I subscribed to Dave's School of Podcasting after listening to several episodes of his show. Hence, folks, for anyone that's, if you ever wonder why does Dave do the School of Podcasting, that, that sentence right there. Uh, there are other people out there who teach podcasting with a bit more hype, pomp, and circumstance, but I don't believe that those methods will produce any long-term results. What I like about Dave is he seems to actually care. Hey, my uh, my laundry's done. Uh, what I like about Dave is he seems to actually care not only about people individually, but about the podcasting field in general. People will never tell you to exchange reviews. Uh, I'm sorry, let me back up. Dave will never tell you to exchange reviews. I know this practice exists, and yes, of course, I've been tempted to go this route myself, but think about it. Why should you get someone to review your show who will never listen to it? Don't you want real listeners to review your show? You will only gain listeners by producing great content and marketing your show to actual potential listeners. Also, don't be fooled by Dave's humility. He really knows his stuff, and if you spend a few shows listening to him, you'll start to learn it too. I've greatly improved my podcasting skills by listening to his show and being a member of the school of podcasting hasn't hasn't hurt either because he always answers my questions usually within an hour of my emailing him if you're going to pay for a podcasting coach the value you get from the school of podcasting can't be beat great testimonial (laughs) this is the part that i was like ah his itunes username is birdbrain99 so birdbrain99 I'm so grateful for the, I really am for the record. It's just, it's funny that you get to this end and like, oh, great. Who was that? Bird brain. Oh, okay. Awesome. And then uh, someone else that not quite as verbose in the words, and I was moved by that really long review. This one's from Veronica Morin. And she says, it's not boring. And you darn, <laughs> easy for me to read. It's not boring. And you do learn new things on each episode. So Veronica, thank you very much. Both of those were five stars, by the way, and I do greatly appreciate it. And I'm going to call another Audible. Speaking of reviews, this is from The Feed. This is a podcast that uh, has Elsie Escobar from Libsyn and Rob Walsh, who is the VP of Podcast Relations. And he shared something about uh, new and noteworthy and the ranking systems. So speaking of uh, reviews and such, they are important, but here's a, a cool clip from the feed. First off, forget about new and noteworthy. It is, yes. not, it is the most overrated part of mm-hmm. iTunes and typed by those that don't understand iTunes. Um, but the top 200 lists are important and the search results are most important and they are only influenced by the number of times people click subscribe for your show in either iTunes or the podcast app only. There you go. So while you're there and you're reviewing the show, do consider subscribing to the show. Now, if you're not sure, like, how do you, how do you, what? You subscribe, huh? Go to learn to subscribe.com. That's learn to subscribe.com. Send your audience there. Now you're going to see people subscribe to my show, but just say, Hey, go to learn to subscribe.com. Watch the tutorial and then subscribe to the vets life podcast or the membership coach podcast or whatever it is you're you're working on subscribers i believe are more important than ratings and reviews but i do appreciate those and these came to my inbox courtesy of my podcast reviews 
If you're interested in that service, it's free, but they do have paid versions as well. Go to schoolofpodcasting.com slash MPR. As we wrap up here, I was listening to the Gary V show, Ask Gary V, and he was mentioning how entrepreneurs are having suicide rates go up. Like entrepreneurs are more likely to commit suicide. And mainly because I bought the $4,000 course, but I'm not get the, getting the fast car, the big house. I don't get to marry the princess and ride off into the sunset on a unicorn. And I'm not making fun of suicide, but sometimes it's just like, if you just do this, this, that, that, and that, this is what happens. Your life will be great. And it just doesn't happen. And so I got an email from someone who said, Dave, should I join the school of podcasting? And there was a phrase that I want to bring up. They said, I've already got a podcast. Do you think there's still things for me to learn? And this is the phrase that I was like, mm. they said, comparing my numbers to others. In other words, their downloads, comparing my show to others, my downloads are tiny. And I just went, oh, let me give you a quick story. I realized we're kind of running along here. I once went to a concert Ted Nugent, Pat Travers, and then at the very end, they added a band called Alcatraz. I think I've told this story before. And this guy came out, this guitar player named Ingve Malmsteen. He is absolutely insane on the guitar. I will never, ever, ever be that good. And I went home and was like, well, I should just put down the guitar because I'm never going to be that good. Uh, I'm, I'm a guitar player. And so I can hold my own on the guitar. I will never be Ingve Malmsteen but I'm, I'm definitely better than Ace Freely um, in some cases. Um, and I'm just throwing that out there. Probably not, but who knows. And comparing yourself to others can really, really, really wreck yourself. And I just want to make this point. Realize today, we talked about how Caleb, Caleb Nelson, hamradio360.com is impacting people. He's having people that are starting back a hobby that they used to love and they're getting back in. He has people that feel like they've really found some place where they belong. And he's he's adding value to their lives. He's adding purpose to their life. We didn't mention his downloads at all because it's not about the downloads unless you're comparing yourself to other people. Now, granted, I would love to have 10,000 downloads. I do a podcast about podcasting. I may never have 10,000 downloads. That's fine. That's not why I'm in it. And that's one of the things I talk about at the school podcasting. You have to define why. Because if you don't define why you're getting into podcasting, you're never going to make it through the how. So please, please, please quit comparing yourself to others. And something else to keep in mind, especially for these people that love to share their numbers in public. Yeah. Um, yeah. Doesn't always mean they're, uh, they're, they're not always um, honest. Just being, yeah, okay. Uh, so keep that in mind. So, and I did say here, here's some things you could do because they said, I am getting feedback, but it's usually from friends. And I'm not sure it's actually, you know, legit podcastreviewshow.com is a great service that I have with Eric K. Johnson. And myself, we go over your podcast with a fine tooth comb, both the content and the technology. It is a bargain for having two consultants. Plus you get free promotion on our website uh, via the podcast podcastreviewshow.com. If that's what you're looking for is honest feedback. 
And then I also mentioned, I said, look, with the School of Podcasting, you get step-by-step tutorials. You get the private Facebook group. So if you're looking for an opinion on something, there it is. You get priority email support, which we talked about earlier in the show. And then this is worth twice the price of admission. A couple times a month, we have, I get cute. I call it office hours. It's free consulting. Free consulting where you can just come and ask me any question. And that's usually supposed to be like an hour and it usually goes for about three because we're talking podcasting and I won't shut up. So that alone is worth the price of admission right there. And if you do that, if you join the School of Podcasting, you go through all that stuff and you go, you know what? Still not for me. I will refund your money. It is a, it's like a 30-day trial. It's not like it is. It's a 30-day trial. So if you're interested in that, you only have a couple weeks till we close the doors again. Use that coupon code LISTENER, L-I-S-T-E-N-E-R, and you can save on your registration fee. So without further ado, I do, again, thank you so much for tuning in this week. I know it's summer. I know we're all busy here in the United States, but I deeply appreciate it. And uh, without further ado, uh, let me get this over to the real star of the show. And if you're wondering why do I put this kind of stuff in the show, because people send me email and they really like my co-host, which of course is Bernie the cat. What's your problem? I know the Cavs lost. I know. Their defense broke down in the third quarter. It was kind of uh, disappointing. Yeah, I know. Yeah. No, Hillary got the nomination. Yeah, I know. But, uh, what? You want some water? Okay. Anything else I can get you? Pancakes. You want pancakes? Really? With maple syrup? No maple syrup. Okay. What do you want on it? Catnip. You want catnip on your pancakes? Really? That's amazing. What's up with that? Okay, anything else? Would you like some milk with your pancakes? No. What do you want with your pancakes? Beer? You want beer? With... Wow. <laughs> Why do you want beer? Okay, any kind of beer? Miller Lite? No? Okay. Michelob? Budweiser? What is your problem, you weird cat? Okay, let's go get your pancakes. Let's go get your pancakes. Come on. Jeez. What's the matter? Let's pet the caddy. What's the matter? Huh? What's the matter with my body?